Yes, indeed, New York City, you already know what it is. It's your boy DJ Big Games repping that Doggy Diamonds TV. What's up, everybody? I go by the name of Doggy Diamonds. You are now listening to No Filter Podcast. No Filter means honesty. If you're afraid of honesty, then this ain't the podcast for you. We're going to be honest today. One, two, one, two. Oh, yeah, I see. I see a volume now. Hold on, let me cut this down. One, two, one, two. Yeah, see, now I see the volume that I was supposed to have saw a while ago. So it might still be a little weird hum, but I see the volume. I hear the volume that I was supposed to hear because last week when we was doing the show, that volume wasn't right. But now it's here. We back. Got big in from the motherfucking building. Yeah. You on? Let me see if you on correctly. One, two, one, two. Yeah, you two. on correctly. Everything's sounding good. So me and Big Inf is in the building today. Just me and him. Tag couldn't make it today. Yeah, man. But he's here because I'm here and Inf is here. So he's here. Yeah, we here, man. So we're going to turn this into a no filter. Me and Inf, right? Yeah. Always good. If y'all hear the AC in the back, fuck it. It is what it is. It's you know that Indian weather in New York. It's yeah. hot and cold. It's and hot to, today. So yeah, you got to wear cool like off. a short sleeve hoodie and shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. shit is weird. So, what I want to talk to you about, being that you're in the mix, we got a nice record called Vicky with Ali Vegas. Yes. Out there, or uh, available on all streaming platforms. All right, uh, all right. Video coming video soon, coming edited soon. by Doggy Diamonds. Yes. You know Shout I mean? out by Robin Hood Productions. Word, the brothers. Yeah. So, what I want to ask you, and you from this borough that you've been bigging up like a motherfucker. Yes. They kind of responsible for... The whole New York emergence that's going on via Cardi B, via A Boogie. Yes. Via Dali. Who else I left out? Um, well, those two were the most notable ones, but uh-huh. you got a lot bubbling underground. Like we got Camp Blow, we got Chris Rivers, we got Corey Guns, we got Big Ants. So the main ones you got, you know, French, Facts. Cardi. Um who 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 who's the other one we just said it was French Cardi and um da, 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 we said a boogie and a boogie yeah a boogie high bridge and all that bx bx so I had asked somebody recently about this whole high bridge shit because I don't understand none of that language and shit yeah. like, what the hell is high bridge well is basically it? high bridge is a is a projects in the Bronx it's on um one seventy six back over there by Ogden and McCoon's Road and um there's a it's actually a long ass bridge that'll connect high bridge to Washington Heights. To 176th Street over in Amsterdam in the Heights. Big up to all my Oyes out there. So that's what High Bridge is. It's basically a fucking high ass bridge. It's self explanatory. Got you. Got you. But I'm from Brooklyn, so I ain't supposed to know that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like if if I say motherfucking Canarsie and and then I start saying fucking Williamsburg and, and, Mm. you know, uh, the the 90s and and, and, um, Brownsville is is almost the same thing. Like right next to each other, you'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because Brownsville. Is like on both sides a little bit. It's Every time I hear the name Brownsville, I just think of brownstones. I don't know yeah. why. When I think of Brownsville, <laughs> honestly, when I think of Brownsville, I think of MOP. MOP, oh, And gosh. then Sean Price. Oh. You know, I know you got a million MOP stuff. Oh, one day. No time for that shit. Yeah, yeah one yeah. day, one so, day. So, all right. So, New York. New York um, is, is on the charts. Cardi B is number one. Yeah. Uh, her song is number one. Is New York hip hop back to you? Um, that's a good question. Um, well, as we as we all know, Cardi B and A Boogie, they're topping the charts, but they don't have that traditional boom bap got you sound. Like they got that straight pop record sound. 
And I'm definitely not mad at them because I wouldn't mind having one of them type of records. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. um, yeah, for the most part, I could say that they're bringing it back because they're from the Bronx. But other than that, you know, we got like Fred uh, Davies, we got Neek Buck, and um, you know, it's just a whole lot of talent. My man Ox out of Brooklyn and all of that. So it's a whole lot of talent. Like I'm, I'm really liking how New York is looking right now. You know. So th- this is my issue that I have with um th- that. I think New York, because I guess they don't want us to claim Jay-Z anymore. Why? It, it, because when people think, mention New York hip-hop is, is, is dead and all that, they never account that Jay-Z is from New York. You understand what I'm saying? So how could New York hip-hop be dead and we got Jay-Z, we got Nas, we got when 50 dropped. You know what I'm saying? Like we, mm. we, The biggest artists come from New York. You know what it is? I think it's because they're success. It's yeah. like they're a legend. Yeah, it's so, like you can't touch them. Like they, what are they rapping about? They're no longer poor. They're all in the, all those rappers you named are all in a different tax bracket. But we, but we still got Cam. We still got Fab. Got we still Cam, got Fab. Yeah. We still got. I guess it's different tiers. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying. It's like it's like oh, those are our ringers or something. So we can't claim them. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. That's but but you right. know so you know it's like saying um like when the West Coast had this little emergence you know via Kendrick and um you know YG really it was really TDE. Yeah, it was. You know what I'm it was really TDE it when was. they had their thing. And shout out to them when it was TDE. It was like you couldn't throw in Snoop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But Snoop, you know, has always made good records. I, I don't know about the Snoop Lion shit. I ain't fuck with that. I mean, yeah, I don't right. think no. Snoop didn't yeah. even fuck with the Snoop yeah, Lion yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kept the dreads, though. <laughs> he did. Yeah. So, all right. This is what I'm saying about New York hip hop. I think what we consider to be New York hip hop yeah. is boom bap. Boom bap. That's basically gone. That's gone. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. And reason why I say unfortunately, because I feel like boom bap rap, not it, it was more of, not only was it the beat, but the lyrics were very, very informative. It was a little bit of consciousness mixed with some ignorance, mixed with some party. Yes. Uh, and, you know, everything just mixed in it. Now... When you take out Boom Bap, it's all one sound. It's like, you know, uh, I got girl problems or I got beef or I'm doing drugs. Basically. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's, it's nothing that's like, damn, I, I ain't look at it like that or I ain't think about that. You know what I'm saying? And um, I think the new New York music is hijacked music from other regions. Wow, doggy, that's a good way to look at it's it. It's really hot because it's I not- agree with you because we're still confused. We don't have our identity. Being that boom bap, as they say, is dead, but that's our identity. That's ours. You know what I'm saying? That's what defined, that's what made New York, New York, them 808s and them baselines and all of that. So now we sound like we can come from St. Louis, Texas. Especially Chicago. Chicago. Atlanta and Chicago. Atlanta, Detroit. Like, so, but that can be argued, you know what I'm saying? Because we're cut from that cloth of traditional hip-hop as opposed to the A-boogies. Like, they would consider that New York rap because that's what they knew. That's what they came up on. But their parents are the ones that came up on the cloth that we're from. But see, what kills me when you, when you, when you are... When you interview these these artists like the A Boogies and the Cardi Bs, and they say, and you ask them what they grew up listening to, they'll say, "I grew up listening to Jada Kiss and 
And I'm like, so why don't you make music like that? You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, lyrically they can't. You know what I mean? That's they the, want to. That's the point that I'm one of that I'm saying. See what happens is it. what happens is, and this is not to diss anybody wow, because dog, I see where you're going yeah, with this. So this, everyone what, shouldn't be right. Yeah, yeah. No. So <laughs> so what so what this is what happens is I feel like being that they can't have that lyrical prowess that a Jada Kiss has or Styles P or even Sheik, the most slept Sheik, on, but, they got but bars. incredible. Fab they got bars. So what they do is to make up for the lack of bars, they might have a banging-ass melody. A melody. Or just a dope tone, which is dope, too, in its own right, though. Yes, because the forefathers did it. Mel- Mel- yeah, Melly yeah, Mel yeah, and yeah. Was singing But Melly Mel had lyrics, though. They all had bars, that, This is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> when you was a rapper, you had to have bars. Now you don't really have to have bars. No. Nope. You could just say shit that's catchy, speak from the aspect of the victim. Now I'm the victor. Okay. And everybody relates to it because everybody in their own right and their own mind state believe that they have a struggle. Yeah. You got motherfuckers who's 10 that didn't get a fucking a DS or, or, or a new Xbox One and they just, you know, their life is ruined. <laughs> so, you know, so when it's like started from the bottom, now we're here. They like, yeah, I started from the, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you 10. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. It, the music, because when we was coming up, the music was the soundtrack to uh, our life. Like, mm-hmm. you remember what girl you was dealing with. When a certain song came out. You remember out. what haircut. When I Need Love came out, I remember everything down to the point when that joint dropped by LL. This is what, you I'm, know what I'm saying. So now, the music, I, I don't remember what I was doing when some of these songs is out. Mm. Like, I don't remember, uh, unless it's like, like, we all remember, um, I guess we will remember GS9. Yes. But... When that happened, it was the arrest that made you remember it more than the whole G. Because they didn't really get a chance to live nah, in their way. Get they it was over. Yet. It was all conspiracy. Yeah, it was over. That was yeah, it was over. But we just remember him throwing a hat, and the hat never came down. That's it. Then we remember the dance, and then we remember everybody doing a shmoney dance remix. Which Puffy did. Yeah, and then the it was 90s. over. Yeah, yeah then it, but then it was over. You know what I'm saying? So then it became more about... Uh, them being arrested than it was about the music because nobody even talk about them anymore. Shout out to GS9. Shout out to Rowdy Rebel who, you know, I met personally and interviewed him. Good brothers. You know what I'm saying? Um, and, this, and, and this is what I'm saying. I feel like with the youth that's coming up in the game, I think a lot of them are misguided. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're making records that reflect their heart. But everybody don't have to be tough. Like when, when we was coming up, right? We had rappers who, we, we might have had a KRS-One who had, you know, the name of his album was Criminal Minded. Yeah. He had a burner on the album cover. The second album, By Any, Any Means necessary. necessary. He had a, a, had a, a Uzi. Yeah. Right? He threw P.M. Dawn off the stage. Mm-hmm. Right? Rest in peace to P.M. Dawn, right? He passed away. Yeah, yeah. 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 But he threw him off the stage. Infamous story. So we looked at him like, yo, he possibly about that he's he's tough and he's a teacher and he's but he's tough though yeah but then for every caris ones we might have had a tribe got you who we didn't think would would get it on with nobody or fight nobody but the music was dope now everybody is tough there is no regular rappers no more everybody's a shooter everybody got shooters mm-hmm. and people just don't rhyme like and 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 
I think that's what's missing in this day and time. Everybody has a a, a struggle story, which you know, being young and and you know in the in the um, inner cities, that's real. Yeah. But Q Tip and them probably had a story too. Like they strongest story was, you know, I left my wallet somewhere. You know, you know what I'm saying? And, and and pubic enemy. You know what I'm saying? And, but it was, you know, but they still made records. Benita Applebaum was about a chick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, fatty. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. So you you had diversity over boom bap with party with uh you know a lot of informative music. Mm-hmm. Now it's like one lane. But you know what it is? I think from back then, um, labels and investors, they were trying to figure it out. So whereas how they can put their corporate dollars in it and, and triple their advance, their investment. So on that note, I think, you know, and, and we can literally draw a timeline when music was, went from A to B to C to D. Like there was the first era where it was the party stuff with Melly Mel and Grandmaster Flash and all of them when they were having parties, but there was still awareness. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Then the era after that, you had KRS-One. You had Big Daddy Kane. It's an era before that, though. It's an era. Did I miss? Yeah, because after Melly Mel and them, we still got to remember, like, you still had, like, Tila Rock and, and people like that. That's a little after. A little after. You know what I'm saying? Because that's like the beginning of Def Jam. You're right. Because I was in junior high school, and I remember when yeah, it's a yours little after, came out. You got like the skinny boys, the fat boys. That's See, we right. keep forgetting about and, that. And um, Pee Wee Herman, homeboy that did the Joe Ski Love. Joe Ski Love. Yeah. You're right. Rapping Duke and this all of that. This is what I'm saying. Wow. It's an era after that. Yeah, that but people, that, that was kind of like. It still that, was party. It that was all party. It didn't peak as no, no, much. No, no, no. It didn't. And it's like EPMD, Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, Karis once tippy-toed right over them Facts. and catapulted into the masses. But what made them all so unique? Difference. Originality. And the lyrics. Styles. The lyrics were Concepts. so potent. Yes. Everyone had their public enemy. Everyone was rapping up Coogee rap. Everyone had their own lane. And then after that, we had the conscious era. We had the native tongue. Yes. We had Jungle Brothers. We had yeah. Tribe. We had De La Soul. And Brand hip-hop Nubian. doing Brand yeah. Nubian. And during that time, hip-hop was really good. All up until Pump It Up with D, the West Coast, gangster rap started coming into it. From that point on, I started to see the difference in it as corporate America pumping dollars into the culture. And it was soon dumbing down the culture. Like as Ali Vegas said, we're going to give y'all niggas this fast food, this crack. We're going to give it to y'all now, but it's going to fuck up your whole generation. Yeah. And that's what we're doing right And that's what's happening right now. So, see, and you know what's so funny about West Coast music? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna keep it all the way 100 with y'all. I thought, I thought the Ghetto Boys was garbage. Oh, really? Mind playing tricks on you? No, see, that? but that's not the beginning of the Ghetto Boys though. Before that was their commercial hit. That was their. That was yeah. That, that was, was commercial dope. Hit. But when I I didn't understand why they were cursing so much, because we didn't talk like that in New York. That was Houston. Yeah, we had uh we had slang. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't. We didn't really call women, you know, bees and all. Like, we, we, it wasn't like that. We might have said skeezer or, you know, we had different words for them. So, did they come out when Cypress Hill came out? Was nah, they was out before. The Ghetto Boys is an underground group. 80s. From, this is what I'm saying. 80s, that's right. Oh, because yeah, yeah. Scarface's original name is DJ Action. 
my my one my mentor actually went to a concert in Houston in '85 or late '80s. Ghetto Boys opened up for NWA, and no one knew who the fuck they were. But now look at this, right? <laughs> but now look at this situation. Now you got NWA come out. Uh-huh. Now, first of all, they first early records was kind of like, we want easy. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. like, what? this dude got jerry curls. We thought it was that, funny. That was kind of, it, it, it was a shock value because of the jerry curls it. and all of that. No, yeah. we laughed at it. Yeah. And, but something about the kid, Ice Cube, was dope, mm-hmm. right? But I laughed at it. I ain't gonna front. I was like, "Yo, I'm not for, because you know, remember they had guns there, and me and, and me and Tab. New used York, to say, we still laughed at it. Yeah, me and Tab <laughs> was saying, "Yeah, I'm not running from nobody with Jerry curls. Yeah, like yo, he got worry curls in his hair. He let he let your soul glow. Yeah, with the right? activator. Yeah. So we laughed at it. What wow. made West Coast period? What stamped it was the movies when Boys, Boys in the, the Hood, Hood dropped. Yes. It was like, okay, we, we can see their live. culture now. Yeah, yeah, we can see the culture. Ice Cube Dope had boy. left NWA. He was dope. He still had the Jerry Curls. Yeah. But he was a G. Very now, some guy. of the other dudes in the movie had Jerry Curls. So then it was like, we went from seeing that to, yo, he bust his gun. He killed Ricky in the alley to, yo, they gangsters. Because, mm-hmm. you know, Easy had a funny voice. So it was like, whatever. Not saying he wasn't about that, but... We just didn't buy into it. Did you know, Colors come out before that? Or colors came out before that, but that was so gang thing. We didn't understand Crips and Bloods That's when at all. came out with the color. Yeah, we, yeah, still we didn't, didn't understand, understand Crips and Bloods. We was that's like, when Zulus was out here in New York running Yeah, Decep, and Decep, we was all had our little... Yeah, yeah, we had our local gang, so we didn't understand Crips and Bloods. We was like, yo... We didn't even try to understand. Yeah, we was shit. like, yo, they really wilding over red color. and blue. Yeah, like we was, funny, Yeah, we was laughing at that. Yeah, we did. You know what I'm saying? Um, so when, when the movies came and then when, um, what's the other movie? Uh, 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 oh, Deuce. Deuce. Uh, South, South Central. Central. South Central. It started getting like, yo, hold up. Wait, that was real. Yeah. These movies, but that movie, if, but if you notice, even when you deal with Boys in the Hood and you deal with South Central, it had a message in yes, it. Yes, it did. So it sucked us in. But then when Menace dropped, Whew. that was it. it they was had us. All out the gate. Like, Cause everybody wanted to be old dog. Old dog. You understand what I'm saying? Young, we, black, and don't give a fuck. Because we had our little movies. Man. We had Strapped. Yeah, we had Strapped. We had Juice. Juice. You know what I'm saying? But those movies were, it was so vivid. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to the directors, you know, the Hughes brothers. And um, mm-hmm. I think F. Gary Gray did. Who did Menace? Uh, was it F. Gary the glasses. Gray? Singleton. John Singleton. Did, he didn't do Menace to Society. Yeah. He did. He no, no, did. no. You're right. Uh, F. Gary Gray and the Hughes brothers. They did Menace. John Singleton did Poetic Justice and Boys, and I think he helped with Boys in the Hood. And he right? did uh, uh, the movie with um, Baby Boy. Baby Boy, you're right. You're but right. that's, again, that's West Coast. Yeah. So their movies, and, and let me tell you what they had, the advantage that they had. They have scenery. West Coast dudes is in homes. You know, I don't see projects like that. Yeah, they had trees and backyards you know what I'm saying? They got and trees. greenery and all that. I'm yeah, like, why so, they mad? They got a backyard. Yeah, this is what like, I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> all we got is concrete. concrete jungle, yeah. And On thousands top of, of each people. Other. Yeah. yeah. So Clouded. we didn't understand it, but the movies made the music more vivid. So you was like, when you, when you hear the skit, 
on the album now is like, oh, that's what they did in Boys in the Hood. Yeah. That's the drive-by. Now the drive-by. Remember? Mm-hmm. On, even on the albums, it was explaining what a drive-by was and all that. We didn't know what none of that was. Definitely didn't. So then that came, and then New York started emulating it because people don't want to admit it, but I could say that Biggie emulated that. Mm. He Like when you listen to Machine Gun Funk, that is West Coast sounding. Well, he was inspired by Snoop because he says it in... Um, he was inspired by Tupac. Tupac he could say Snoop. Snoop, but it was Tupac. Mm-hmm. Snoop inspired everybody because when Doggy Style came out, everybody was like, wow. It was the biggest, you know, uh, the biggest selling thing. You know what I'm saying? Snoop. Then the deep cover came out. So now look, even when you listen to Big Papa, right? Mm-hmm. That is Between the Sheets, the Ozzy Brothers. But it has a synth sound in it, Right? In the chorus, and he says, "Throw your hands in the air if you's a, if you's a true player." Yeah. We never said players in New York. That wasn't our lingo. You're right. The player thing was West Coast and, and Midwest and, and 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 other places. So it was the fusion of what they were doing, trying to bring it over here. Yeah. Now what he did though, he did have the diversity because forever that for all of that he had unbelievable. He had that boom back New York sounding stuff. Yeah. What happened was a lot of the New York music was very informative and it would be like crack is whack, don't smoke crack and stuff like that. To do started saying, I sell crack, I'm the biggest drug dealer. Then when the bad boy era hit, see nobody oh, talks the about shiny suit. Yeah, nobody era, talks man. about how that really, really to me, fuck New York hip hop up. It did. Puffy, you know, he'll admit it. He'll say it. I'm the shiny suit, man. I did this and that. And with the samples and all of that, that was really the changing of the guards when Puff came in and did all that. Because we was coming off of Nas's It's Yours and AZ. It was that still that boom bap. It was hard. It was rugged. It was the army jacket with the Uzi and the lining and all of that. People still getting beat up for their CD play and Walkmans and things like that. And all of a sudden, Puff comes in with Mace. With this jiggy stuff and everyone's getting jiggy and the locks. with the inner locks till this day, they admit it. They hate it wearing them suits, but they love it every every two every um twice of a of a year when those checks come in. They're yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. appreciative of it. But at the time, that definitely changed the culture. Now, one thing Puff brought in also that changed the dynamic of he broke one of the golden rules of hip hop. Yeah. Know what the go know what rule he broke? What's that? No beat biting. Ah. Well, he's a sample king. So when you hear the interlude on Pete Rock album, and then you hear Young G's, it's like, yo, that's the interlude off the Pete Rock album. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So there's many things that he was doing that almost every record that was a hit for Bad Boy, he did some R&B remix to. Mm -hmm. And had people singing over it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think SWV sung over the Ten Crack Commandments. One they of the, damn sure This did. is what I'm saying. Puffy had everyone Yeah, so that was crazy. like... He was, had the Mariah remixes with ODB. This is what and, I'm saying. Yeah. So, But that was a lot of beat biting. The hitmen, yeah. So a lot of the rules of traditional hip-hop was gone. Mm-hmm. Because, remember, at one point, we'll be like, yo, he used that already. I'm not touching that record. He used that. That's his record. I remember I was mad... When uh, Rex in Effect did Rump Shaker, because I was Oof. like, yo, that ain't no half stepping. Yes, it is. Like, yo. 
I understood where AMG did it because AMG did it too for so called Jigaboo Pop. But I understood it a little bit because it was something different. They none of them owned the original sample, so it's for grabs. But when they did, all I wanted to do, I was like, come on, man. But we love the video. GK Smart. You know what I'm saying? So, so. Now we're in these these times of New York rap. New York rap has struggled because it was never it wasn't an emerging star that came out of New York City that we was like, okay, he's the next dude since fifty. Since fifty. Um and anything G unit. Because when you think about uh Rockefeller, Rockefeller was Philly. That yeah. wasn't New York. But You're it right. had a new it had the traditional New York sound. With a Philly twang to it, if that makes any sense, but uh, it was Philly, and and Kanye West brought that Midwest sound. You know what You're I'm right. saying? You absolutely so, right. So about so so now you got Philly, but it's nobody from New York. I don't think who who from New York did Jay Z ever put on? The Rangers. Okay, now where they, where they at? Uh, I mean, Free Wise P. Shit, there was uh, Mop. He ain't put them on. They was already MOP. They was already MOP, right. Damn, what star did, did he make from New York? I can't say Bleak because him and Bleak came in together, right? But Bleak was never no star. Not Sauce. Sauce Money. Sauce is his own, was his own man. He Jack. didn't put Sauce on. He didn't put them right. on. Right. Him or LL. None of these guys. Karis, like who did they put on? Well, Karis put on Mad Line. Well, Karis one put on um, Channel Live. Channel Live and um, what's them two cats from a Beg No Friends? Uh, Strictly Roots. Strictly Roots. Oh, and um, hold, I mean, Karis One got a little bit because we wouldn't right, know. Yes, we wouldn't even know who the fuck um, you know, Heather B was. Heather B. That's or, right. Or Miss Melody. Miss Melody. Or Harmony. Or, or, or Jamalski. Jamal. Woof. Uh, Kenny Parker. That's right. Damn. Willie D. You know what I'm saying? He did. He, you know, he did. Yeah, what Chris he, did what he could. Yeah, he did what he could. You know what I'm saying? But as far as I don't know who from New York that Jay Z made a star. He tried to do that with Bleak. But Bleak was already in when he came in with him. Yeah, but the thing with Bleak, I think Bleak had coming of age with him. Pardon me. I think Bleak had the record coming of age because that's an old song. Yeah. I remember them performing that and throwing the money in the crowd at Club Velvet. Facts. I remember that. Wow. You understand what I'm saying? Oof. But I think Bleak was a good artist, but he was never a star. Mm-hmm. He had good records. You know what I'm saying? And he had records. He was the first person to have T.I. and Trick Daddy on the song. Round here. That's what I'm saying. Motherfucking fact. He's the reason why Trick Daddy and T.I. is where they at. Because he gave him a shot in early 2000. What was that, 2002? Yeah, that was that might have been earlier than that. Pre, pre-9-11. Yeah, that might have been earlier than that. remember that. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I just think Bleak didn't... I, I don't know. I, I don't think Bleak pursued it hard as he could have or should have. You don't think so? Nah, well, it just didn't go well, over... Oh, yeah, his people. What was his people's G to K and... But where... But, where did that go? Damn. That was the Cardo Faculty thing, and that Cardo was the, the funk. You're right. Shout out to G2K and H Moneybags, too. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Now, wow. um, Bleak is back now with the new label and the new situation. He got, I think he got Manolo. I think Rose. he got Manolo in a Duce situation. And um, I know he got Casanova also. Casanova, okay. And Casanova had a, you know, he had a big record. You know what I'm saying? That Don't Run shit is a, was a big record. He just got a, you know, he just got a, uh, Put another one in that clip and, and shoot it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the Don't Run record was, you know, was big. You know what I'm saying? Um, he actually fucking tore. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that shit is big. So at one point, you know, when when the reemergence of New York, we had A Boogie. A Boogie. 
We had Cardi B wasn't even in the in the the thing yet. We had Young M.A. About to say Young GS9. GS9. But GS9 was first. GS9 was the first. They actually started. They set it off. They set it off. They set it off. Bobby Schmurd and them set it off. Now, what I felt was what made us like some of these artists was I think Young and May, when she came out with Ooh, she took the GS9 flow, mm-hmm. put it to that, and we missed GS9 so much that we fucked with it because we missed GS9. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me take this quick break to ask you a question. Did you subscribe yet? Are you on SoundCloud slash Doggy Diamonds No Filter? Did you hit subscribe yet? Are you on iTunes, Doggy Diamonds No Filter? Did you subscribe yet? How you think you're going to hear this podcast on a regular if you're not subscribed to it? You got to subscribe so then you know the next one they drop, you just going to know. And did you go to the YouTube and subscribe to Doggy Diamonds TV? What the fuck you waiting for? How you think you're going to get all this banging content if you ain't subscribed to it? Fuck that word of mouth. Fuck somebody telling you. Know for yourself. Subscribe. This is Doggy Diamonds. And to everybody who subscribed, salute men, women, and child. All right, let's get back into this. But you know, the thing about Young and May, I didn't know that she was um, fucking with boot camp back then. Well, not that back. Well, before she released her single, M.A., like she, I think she was signed to Duck Down. See, I didn't know that. Yeah, she got. she's on Smith & Wesson. She's on a couple of their older projects. I'm like, this is crazy. I didn't even notice. Wow. Yeah. So that's I deep. guess that um, old record, that's the record that put her in front of the masses. But she's been putting in work. But I thought the other time. record that she did... To uh the summertime joint, whatever that was called. I know I don't even remember. It had that. top billing drums. Really? Yes. This that, is before Ooh? That's after Ooh. I don't even remember that. That shit. was actually dope. She had a video and everything. I thought that was dope. The only two records from her I know is the Ooh and the Hot Sauce that didn't really do good, but just Ooh. So I guess I just would she know, be fall under one hit wonder, I guess. She, I, I guess. I guess. You know wow. what I'm saying? I know she got her paper, you know, she she, she was toured it. with Beyonce, made a milli off that. You know, according to her, from what she was saying. Yeah. On so, so, uh, that was the emergence of what we call, and then, and I felt like a boogie listening now. I think he got his own sound, mm-hmm. but when he first came in, Dave Dave's loaf played with that. Um, try me. He jumped right in that. You know, I didn't. I couldn't even tell the difference between him. That's what I'm saying. Like my homie Sam, he actually put me onto a boogie and Don Q. In, in all of these cats Like I had no idea Who the fuck Yo but I was. felt like She did the Try Me record And she ain't follow it up And he was like You ain't gonna use it I'ma use it So he took her style Hell yeah he took, So A Boogie took Deja Hell yeah style. But now he sound like himself Now, now I could tell that He's that's, coming into himself You understand yeah. what I'm saying Because I feel like Alright Keep it real Well you gotta find yourself yeah, first Cause even when, when, when Everyone's a beat biter Or a, a style jack Well you're first. influenced yeah. Because cause when, cause I ain't gonna front When I first saw Nipsey I said This is Snoop Know what I'm saying? Oh yeah Everything about him was heavy, Snoop heavy, But then heavy, now heavy, now, yeah. But now you don't get Snoop from him Nah you don't You don't get Snoop at all Yeah You know what I'm saying You couldn't tell Well You couldn't tell me Action Bronson wasn't Ghostface Oh I think Action Bronson Knows he was Ghostface You know what I'm saying but then, but then now he'll do records and he'll sound a little like himself. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when, when, um, when you remember MC Rel? Yes, I do. The, the fake MC Rakim Rell. shit. I remember MC Rel. <laughs> so it's been going on for a while, and people are influenced. Even when people were spelling their name, like when K Solo came out, I was like, "That's some Big Daddy Kane shit." Yes. You know what I'm saying? With the spellbound. Joint? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, the first thing he we heard him on was Nick Knack Paddywhack. 
Nick-nick, patty wow. Oh, okay, you know what I'm okay, saying? Okay, okay, okay. So that was some, some spelling shit. So when I'm thinking about New York now, I think, um, could we, could, all right, New York is back, right? Mm-hmm. But is it here to stay? <sighs> I, I would hope. I would, I would hope that. You know what I mean? Right now, everything is looking real good with the music. Um, I would hope that it would, hit, it would be here to stay. I, I, my only thing is with New York, I would hope that we get into our own sound. Because like you say, New York right now sounds like an extension of, every of everyone else. Yeah. And boom bap, as they say, is considered dead. So what is New York's sound? See, and I think let's 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 define boom bap because we're not talking about beats that sound like a dude was in the basement for six months working on music and it doesn't have the clarity because one thing I do give the West Coast sonically, they was busting everybody ass. Mm-hmm. Sonically, you know, it, it was inspired because by Dr. Funk Dr. Dre. And all yeah, that. but but yeah. If, but if you listen to like the Chronic two thousand and one, that's Classic. boom bap. Yes, yes, it is. It's boom bap. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But it's clean. West Side, all of them connection, all of them. All the game music yeah. is boom bap. Yeah, yes. But it's clean. Uh-huh. And I think New York sound was it's always dusty. muddy and dirty. You think boot camp, and you yeah. think about that filtered beats and all and you that. You hear the shit popping in the background. Exactly. The sample and all so that. even though uh, Pete Rock, you know, is, is my favorite producer, uh, you know. Tribe and all of them, they had boom bap, but the music wasn't as clean as the West Coast was. It sounded good, but it was boom bap, but it was more underground. West Coast had that, you know, like when you listen to like West Side Story by Game and certain records, that's boom bap. So Gin and Juice, Snoop's first album is boom bap. I wouldn't say that's boom bap. I would say The Chronic 2001, definitely. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because you think about songs like The Message. Mm-hmm. Lord Finesse did that. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's boom bap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even when you think about um, like the next episode and all that, that's, that's boom bap. Like even Explosive, that's boom bap. There's them beats in it. This yeah, is what I'm saying. It's, it's hard. So boom, How could you escape from that? This is what I'm saying. So I feel like they had the advantage even on like when you listen to Common, that was all boom bap. I used to love her. It's just clean. Yeah. I think New York music was very muddy. Very dirty, and it always was like you got to have a hoodie in a beer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, champion conehead. Yes, yeah, or a Carhartt on or something like that. And I think that was to our detriment. So when these dudes had scenery, they had drop tops, they had bad chicks. All we had was clubs, corners, and forties. That's why most New York videos are shot in bodegas. Yeah, because that's, that's that's all we got. That's the congregation on the corner. Yeah, that's all we got. In the parks. This is what I'm saying. When they got scenery, you know they what I'm saying? They go to the gas station in the backyard or, or they got or festival. Or, that yeah. they can ride down. We ride down playing music. NYPD is like, yo, hell no. Yeah, yeah. We got to get permits You're right. to shoot everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So that's why so many videos that were shot in like abandoned buildings or, you know, dudes would shoot videos in front of Garbage, literally, in front of bricks. I can name the videos that shot literally in like a lot. Classic joints, too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uptown Anthem is like, it's just dirty. They shot it in a fucking alleyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. In a fucking junkyard in the building. That's what I'm saying. So, but the music wasn't as clean. And I think Bad Boy, but the clarity, with the clean sound, 
They did. But they didn't, they didn't have the boom bap to sustain that New York sound because they was getting money. And boom bap, I ain't going to front. Uh, depending on the lyrical content, boom bap sometimes don't really make money. There's a lot of classic records that come out of that. Mm-hmm. But it's not those number one records. Because number one records. It doesn't records, sound pop. It yeah. sounds gritty. Yeah. It sounds like the pissy staircase projects of New York City. Like Nas always did boom bap stuff. Like if I rule the world, I still boom bap. It was clean, but everybody, you know, for, for the youth to be like Nas is not relevant. And who said that? The little the little the little, the little yellow dude from the LA Laval Ball, one of the little kids. But let's keep it real. I know this topic has been visited a lot. Is he not right though? Nas keeps claiming his album is done, but we He's still relevant. don't hear anything. All right, let's talk, let's talk about what relevance is. Relevance is relevant to the culture. He's always going to be relevant to the culture, but he's not relevant musically. As right far now. as you turn on the radio, you don't hear Nas. You yeah, hear that's, 21 Savage. That's, or, I think that's what he was trying that's to say. That's what he, he was talking about. He just didn't know how, he didn't to, know how to articulate it. Yeah, that's what he Nas meant. is always going to be relevant to hip-hop culture, mm-hmm. but he's not relevant to what's going on right now. Yeah. Even though Nas is a part of the get down, well, was a part of the get down. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. a part of Davey's whole campaign in some form or fashion. Yeah. So that's relevant, but I think Nas, the prolific lyricist, the there's rapper, no music that, out. yeah, there's no music out. And I think Daddy O has said that before. You can't be claimed to be the greatest rapper of all time or a great rapper, and you ain't putting out no records. Just living off your old catalog? Because it's like, yeah, because it. it's like saying Jordan is the greatest basketball player, but he retired like fucking 10 years ago. And these young boys right now are amazing with the shit. Yeah, so, so now like, you got LeBron, you got all these other dudes, you got KD. Like, Jordan Jordan is always going to be basketball, but when are we going to start giving the new dudes love? And that's why I listened to A Boogie album mm-hmm. um, the other day. What you think about it? I didn't like it. You didn't like it? But... I understand why somebody else would like it. Okay. It's not for me. Not for me either. Because, and I understand why yeah. someone so, else would like so, it. So, and, and it has nothing to do with age. It just, it's just not, it's not for me. Like, I, I really like. That's for my, my eight-year-old son. What I like, <laughs> though. So now, so now when people say, uh, oh, you might be too old to listen to that. I think that that's a big misconception because. West Side Gun and Conway is not old. Nah. And I like that. Yeah. But that's that traditional what I like. You understand what I'm saying? I even like some of the stuff um, Dave East does. I just think Dave East needs a defining record. That one record. He just needs that one record. What do you think about the Chris Brown joint he got? I didn't hear it yet. You didn't hear it? The perfect joint? No, I didn't hear it yet. Yeah, he got that joint. But I don't know. I, I guess it's not like that record, like how Game's record, the hate it or love it. He got hated to love it. I mean, it's, it's everything he put out was just, you know what it is as an artist, and, I, and this, is, this is for every artist, right? When you mention the artist's name, I understand it's different now because you got social media, you got popularity. Yeah. Dougie Fresh told his son something in front of me one day, and this is Dougie Fresh. This mm. is the man who still tours today. At 50 years old, he's still touring, making more money than everybody touring. So his word means something to me. Yeah. He said, all you need is one record. You could make a thousand records, but if none of them don't hit, you out of here. So 
What song did Tag Team make? The Whoop There It Is. <laughs> you understand? What other records did they even write? But that proved my point. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What did Sir Mix-A-Lot make? Oh, man. Baby Got Back. All right. Now, look. When you mention other rappers' names, you don't know what they made. You know them. Yeah. You know the social media. You know the projects. But you don't know the song that they made. That's very hard to come by. In this That's era. defining. That's what defines you. So I, I mean, in, in defense of Young and May, and others, shit, I'd rather be a one hit wonder than a no hit wonder. Me too. I'm not even knocking it. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? So and, At and least I, I think, got one. And and then and then you know, hopefully she's cooking up. Hopefully she got something that she could you know bust back out with. Because you know, it's like like a designer. We gonna remember Panda forever, mm-hmm. right? He ain't, he don't got another one. He ain't put out another one, but we know Panda, and he might be in New Zealand right now doing Panda. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not mad at that. So as we home saying he's a one-hit wonder, he's in New Zealand. We in Brooklyn Getting right now. That bank, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? I, I think a lot of the artists overachieve. They're not ready for that, what comes with it. So they didn't have a full clip ready. Mm-hmm. They might have had a... a, 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 a a Dillinger, like, yo, I got one shot, and I'm going to shoot this shot, and I'm going to hit somebody, and that's it. That's it. But then it's like, yo, what else you got? You got more bullets? And they like, damn, I got to go work on the bullets. But now, when it's time to go work on the bullets, your whole lifestyle is different now. So you coming from the perspective when you first hit of somebody who didn't have anything. Now you now got you, it all. Now you got it. So how so could you your get music, back so to So now your place. music changes. Yeah. Now your music How changes. could you get back to being hungry when you fall? Is that this the point that I'm making? It's hard. So, so uh, I think New York hip-hop is back based off the, the, the numbers, the success. But I don't know if it's here to stay. Good question. Good question. I don't think it's here to stay. I think it's back. But we're going to need somebody that's very lyrical, that has crossover appeal, that made that record. Mm-hmm. And and the people that everybody wants that to be is Davies. Yeah, everybody's rooting. Everybody's for him. rooting for him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm rooting for him. Yeah, but you still got to make that record. Did you hear Davies' album? I skimmed through it. Skimmed through it. Yeah, I didn't hear that. Like, um, like I said, Casanova, don't run. We gonna remember that forever. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Like, did he, he put out an album? Nah, he didn't. But you, but you still. So all we need is don't run. This is what I'm saying because <laughs> when you say, "Yo, what, what's on the Casanova mate?" Oh, that don't run. Niggas trying to stick me for my what? That's oh, it. that's him. Yeah. I feel like with some of these other people, when we say what song did he make, we don't have the record that we can say. Not yet. Yeah. This is the point that I'm making, and until you got to make that song, now you hope you make two. Now you hope you make three, like Jay Z. He had, I can't get with that. He had in my lifetime, but until he made Ain't the No Annie, Nigga, yeah. that was it. Nah, it was really the hard knock life, the Annie joint. But Ain't No Nigga pushed him to that. Bust the door open for him. Yeah, yeah. Bust right. the door open for him. Yeah. Because he had songs. He had all types of shit. But that's what stuck. Mm-hmm. You got to make that record that stick. Yeah, you're right. The Ain't No. You right. understand what I'm saying? Now, Ain't No made room for him to hard knock. So now he made a hard knock. Like, then you start looking. Now he got a string of hits. Yes. 
But he had to, you got to make one first. Yeah. To start, you can't to make 20 mediocre, mediocre records. You understand what I'm saying? Like when you deal, when you deal with um, rappers you, you love, you might say, who's your favorite rapper? Jadakiss. You know, people love Kiss. People love the locks, right? But for a while, until he made that We Gonna Make It, he was just a dope freestyle rapper. He had to make We Gonna Make It. You understand what I'm saying? And then from We Gonna Make It, when he bust that dope and with that, here come the other records now. Here come Why. Here come Letter to Big. Here come, you. you know, uh, um, what's, what's my favorite? Fuck You record. I love that Locks record. That's my favorite record. Okay. Even with Styles P, he made my life. My life is it was still, you know what I'm saying? Like, he yeah, got yeah, songs yeah, now yeah, that you yeah. like, he can do a set at a show. Yes, definitely. I don't yeah. think some of these rappers can really do a set. They might be able to do a set with uh, freestyles yeah freestyles and even the fans that are not gonna stay with them forever because you gotta understand your fans grow up yeah <laughs> and what record did you give them like where's old Bow Wow cause the record that? yeah cause the record <laughs> cause the record has to grow with you yeah Big Daddy Kane is still doing Ain't No Half Stepping it grew with us classic it grew yeah. this is the point I'm making you have to make that one defining classic song not I got a project yo you only need one song one song changes your whole life. I just asked you about fucking tag team. Tag team. Like, look at Will Smith. He got summertime. That's all he needed. And parents just don't understand. That's all he... Look. You know what I mean? And he's a world-renowned actor. Now, now let me give you two things, what you just said. One of them, he, he got that, and then he got getting jiggy with it, getting right? Getting jiggy with it. Now, that's two different artists, because one of them is Will Smith, and one of them is Fresh Prince. Yes. Think how crazy that is. Yes. Because right. once you say Will Smith, that's you're another right. Brand. The getting jiggy with it that's is Will off Smith. of the Men in Black, so Fresh Prince's parents don't understand summertime. Once you change your name, that's another brand now. You're right. So he was able to do it twice. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's the, and and that's how I feel as an artist. I be seeing artists in the studio and they got all this music and I'm like, yo, none of those shits are hit records. They're good records. They're dope. But you need that one record that when it come on, everything stops. Everybody's like, oh, shit. You hear that? I don't think a lot of people be doing that. I think they got good songs. And overall, it might be a good body of work. But it's nothing that somebody's going to rewind this one song. Like, Young and May had, ooh, that shit. We, you, you motherfuckers riding past in the cars playing that shit. What do you think about Car? You think Cardi B falls under that? I mean, we'll see. I guess this one record right here is all over the fucking Yeah, place. we got to give her a chance. Yeah. She did it. Now she's now she going to do it again. platinum, too. Yeah, is she going to do it? It's going to be more than platinum. That's probably sell like 10 million or something like that. Shit. You know what I'm saying? But let's see if she do it again. I think with her, she might put too much pressure on herself musically to perform. Because, again, she's Cardi B. Because people keep saying love and hip-hop. Cardi B is from Instagram. Mm-hmm. We keep forgetting she's from Instagram. She for, yeah, she's hip-hop. from Instagram. She's not from Love and Hip Hop. She's from Instagram. She gained fame from Instagram because she had a beautiful, relatable personality. Mm-hmm. And she was transparent and real, and people took to that. It just so happened she was a stripper. I didn't know that shit. Yeah, they I didn't, didn't even know really that care. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then from her warm, bubbly, inviting, humble personality, that's what got her doors to open for her okay one thing she did that i didn't like 
is when the success came, she started saying, yeah, now people jumping on my dick and all that shit. I didn't like that because you still got to be humble. Got to humble yourself. That's what everybody loved you for, for the humility. Yeah, we all going to get people. Jay-Z done said, look how they wave to you. You know what I'm saying? Then you make a couple of hits. Look how they waved you. From Marcy to Madison Square, he gave us that already. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even, even for myself, like, people meet me in the street and see me in the street. If I'm somewhere eating and people come in and they recognize me or whatever, they're surprised how regular I am. I'd be like, yo, sit down. Let's eat and kick it. You know what I'm saying? Because I still put my pants on one leg at a time. I don't jump in my pants. I don't have a Jetson car that folds up when I walk in the house. You understand what I'm saying? You still in the struggle until you're out of the struggle and you're still human regardless to what. So you still have to, to relax. And I understand a lot of up and coming artists out there who feel like, you know, people was disrespecting you. Then out of nowhere, now they're, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Now they sweating you or whatever the case may be. I understand that, but you still got to be humble. So, you know, hopefully some of the veterans could chime in. Hopefully we could get some new um, Cameron music. Hopefully we could get some new um, Jadakiss music. Hopefully that Freddie and Jason come out with Jadakiss and Fab. Uh, hopefully it's a lot of things that come that can add on because I think that that's needed too. I think that uh, what's needed is along with the A-Boogies, the Cardi B's and all that. Yeah. A lot of that other flavor got to come in, too. And I see people trying. I see people um, like Hocus 4-5th. I see, like, um, Shooter. You know what I'm saying? I see different people. Mm-hmm. I see, you know, people like Nick Guns. I see a lot of people trying to throw their name in the hat. Yeah. People just got to be ready to accept them. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think people got to give that music a chance also. Because everybody don't have that bag. Sometimes the music is just good. Everybody don't have that bag and they don't have that cosign. You understand what I'm saying? So, um, again, hopefully it's here to stay. Hopefully. That don't mean that I don't love Atlanta music. Yo, you know what Atlanta song that I love? What's that? Uh, Type of Way. Type Rich on me, Quan. That's an old joke, but it is catchy. Yo, that was my joint, man. I thought it was Future at first, too, though. But, but fuck these hoes that make me feel some type of way. Yo, it, that yo, I like that. Yeah, I didn't get into. The, I never got into the young thug thing. I, I I just can't get into that. Yeah, I, I didn't get into the uh, little Uzi Vert thing. I didn't get into this the new little, South. I guess we still on Outkast, Eight Ball, MJG. But for the new dudes, I I, I rocked with um uh, Cash Out. Uh, Cash when, out. When he did the uh um. Uh, Right around with that Nina. I, I like that song. I don't know where he's from. I forgot about that cat. Yeah, I like that. I'm cashing out. I like that. Yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah, I I, and that. I like type of way. I like that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. But when we think about um, Atlanta, it was different stages to Atlanta because you had strip club music, but then you had the Ludacris's. You know what I'm saying? Who was making some of that was boom bap. Luda had bars, too. Yeah, Luda had bars. I just think Luda's style got played. It was a metaphor beast. Because it was, it was the same. Lines. Yeah, it was just the same. You was getting the same thing over and over. Yeah. And, and Luda became a visual artist. And that hurt him. Because now you started doing all these things in videos. He's like a, a Missy. Like yeah. A missy so now day. when you want to do a regular video now, now it's like, okay, where's the theatrics? Yeah. You know, that kind of hurts you a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm. 
But other regions are dope. I like, um, I think some of the best producers come from Virginia. Hmm. I mean, you got Timberland, Teddy Riley, Knotts, Knotts, Bink. Bink, yeah. That's all they need. They got right. it. They covering all grounds right there. They covering Boom Bap. Oh, and, and the Neptunes. And Neptunes. So Teddy Riley is the, the New Full Jack Swing. Yeah. That. Then you got Timberland. Then you got Pharrell that took pop music and took it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Then on the Boom Bap tip, Knotts and Bink, they got it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it is other regions that I love. I don't want people to think I am very Brooklyn biased more than anything, but it is other regions that really contributed to hip hop, and I thank them. Uh, I fell in love with the West Coast music, though. I ain't going to lie. I fell in love with it. You know what I'm all saying? Because right, right, right. I was a, a Compton's Most Wanted listening to do. Oh, a, you like Compton's Most yo, Wanted? You know what's my favorite? One of my favorite West Coast songs is Above the Law of Black Superman. I love that. I remember that right Yo. I love that song. I, I love that, that song. Then you had, remember? My ha- shit was King T. I, I rock with, King, with T. King T. Oh, definitely the Alcoholics. Alcoholics. Remember of South Central Cartel? I remember them. Havoc and Prodigy. I remember That was their name. I remember them. South Central Cartel. So it was a lot of West Coast music that I liked. And then, you know, um, because the South is tricky because you have Texas South. Then you have Atlanta South. It's not the same. Then you have Florida. So people keep forgetting. deep South. But yeah, but people don't be considering Florida to be the South. And that's the last of the South. That's deep South. And then you had the New Orleans, Louisiana movement. Uh Uh-huh. The cash monies, the no limits, which. That was an uncanny era. I'm going to be blasphemous a little bit. And people might not like this. I ain't like the no limit stuff. Me either. I ain't like that stuff. I liked Bout It Bout It. I liked C Murder. But you know, you got to remember at one point, Master P was putting out a project every week. Every week. Yeah, yeah. I and you would literally see it. You go to the record store, this guy would have 36 artists. In Tower Records, all under no limit. Yeah. Like, and every week you see a new ad in a magazine or whatever. It's like it just kept coming. Like, and then the artwork was so trash. It to was me. it was simple. Yeah, the I didn't, bullshit diamonds. Yeah, in the yeah, back. yeah, It's like yeah. the Facebook filter now. It's yeah, the yeah, same yeah, shit. Yeah. You know, was, and all that artwork was done by pen and pixels. I remember that. Wow. And then Cash Money was using the same people. Same shit. In so the I didn't like. I, I ain't gonna lie. I didn't like. Um, I thought the dude Magic was dope. I, I like Magic. I like C Murder. C-Murder. Mystical, I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about, so I didn't like that the shit. The rap James Brown. Until he came out with, until he did the um, Been So Long and, and Watch Yourself. That's when I was like, okay. But the No Limit Mystical, I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. I didn't like that. I like C-Murder. I, I didn't know what the fuck Silk, I didn't know what the fuck Silk the Shock was I actually did an interview with C-Murder. Yeah. My man D. Stokes from um, E1 plugged that in back so, in the day. Um, C-Murder. Yeah, so I didn't, and then they make it say, uh, I didn't like all that shit. You ain't like the, uh? Nah, I didn't What like about it. Juvie with the high? That's different. Uh, because, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be biased. I liked huh because I heard the SP-1200 sound in that beat. And I bet you're you, right. You, you, I know it's a sound it that the SB 1200 makes is. that I know because I got one and I use that. And I was like, oh, he did all this on the SP. So I was biased. Okay. And then the fact that dude was greasy. I was like, yo, why? He, what, he rubbed Vaseline on himself in the video? So I was <laughs> like, it's no way in hell. Because listen, we're from New York. The Bronx in the 70s, that's before our time a little bit. 
But when we look at the old movies, the Bronx was destitute. East New York, Brooklyn was 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 nothing was there. It was lost. It was like it was a bomb drop. This is what there. I'm saying. It was like like wartime. Like yeah. like you know what I'm saying. So when they was showing the places in in, in in New Orleans, I was like, "Yo, that shit is fucked up out there." Mm-hmm. But they was happy, and they had their little chains and all that. And I was like, I was just confused. Like, how was these dudes happy living fucked up like that? But and then you had the New Orleans sound. So my favorite, uh, it was Juvenile, but BG was really the OG. He was the OG. He was the OG. And then Wayne, he was the baby. I didn't like Wayne back then. I wasn't a fan. I just like Juvie and BG. Yeah, I just like Juvie and BG. And I I like what Turk and Wayne used to do together. They was like the babies. Mm -hmm. But I ain't gonna front on the Hot Boys. What kind of boy? That shit was dope, though. Oh, well. The hot boys, the yeah, hot boys. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying. They started making records, and I was like, okay, that's kind of dope. And then, remember, two-way pages came out. So a lot of their shit was ringtones on the two-way. That was the ringtone rap Yeah, ever. yep. So that's when it started, you know, uh, uh, resonating with me, Cash Money. I started liking Cash Money. I started liking their personality. I started liking the fact, I'm like, yo, this dude got, they got mad cars. You know what I'm saying? They had the Cadillac Escalades and all that with the rims spinning. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? This is the point I'm making. So so that's when I started liking other regions. But as a New Yorker, I never wanted to emulate their sound. I used to like it for them. Yeah, because that we had our sound. Yeah. It was like, why? And it was ill because when Jay jumped on that high remix, mm-hmm. that was kind of a changing of the guards. Like, wow, Jay could rap over something like this? I didn't like the fact that he didn't do the Han thing, though. Nah, he just spit bars. He yeah. slowed it down. Like, oh, so you just want to talk shit like you're doing it, huh? Yeah. Like, you know, some nonchalant shit. But the fact that he did that over that, I was like, wow, that's where we're going with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um... Hopefully we good. I hope so. You know I saying? think we are. I think we are. I think uh, a lot of talent coming out of New York. Yeah, right? a lot of you know what I'm good. saying. A lot of emerging talent. Shout out to everybody who's coming. Again, I have a a, 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 um, a series that I do on my YouTube called The Next Wave. Yeah. That you know showcasing new artists. So make sure you check that out. It's called The Next Wave on Doggy Diamonds TV YouTube, where I'm just you know trying to showcase new artists that's making little buzzes in the city. And um yeah, so um. That's really it, man. We about to get the hell out of here. Out of here. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in. This is Doggy Diamonds No Filter. The name of this is... Give them all your info. Yeah. Um, everyone hit me up. Follow me on Instagram. All social media. At DJ Big Inf. You know what I mean? Um, new album. New industry in stores right now. Just dropped a new freestyle called These Thoughts. Got a couple of DJs heating that up. Got the blogs heating that up. And um, shouts out to everyone that fucks with me and my movement, man. Big Inf. New industry. And you already know who I am. I'm Doggy Diamonds. This is Doggy Diamonds No filter on soundcloud itunes google play i'm working on getting it on these other platforms but yeah, that's what we on for now uh doggy diamonds tv is the youtube doggy diamonds is the instagram facebook and twitter you know follow me on those if you so choose to if not it's cool you know whatever you follow me on i'm very very thankful and appreciative and shout out to everybody who's been supporting shout out to all the patreons Word. who donated your money has definitely been put in the right places and definitely needed. And shout out to all my subscribers on YouTube, man. I wish I could thank all 85,000 of y'all. You know what I'm saying? But man. I can't. But shout out to y'all, man. You know, thank you. And thanks to everybody who's subscribed on the daily, you know. 
Wow. Shout out to everybody. I wish one day I could say that, yeah. man. Shout out to my 10 subscribers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you channel. remember when I started, though. Hell yeah. yeah I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. 86,000 shit. Yeah, yeah. 85. I ain't going to jump. Yeah. But, but we there, though. You know what I'm saying? And, um, we'll be, hit that 100K soon, and we're going to keep building. Get that so. YouTube plaque. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So shout out to everybody, man. I'm def- definitely appreciative. Shout out to everybody who leave comments, love, hate, encouragement, um, differences of opinion, whatever the case may be. You know, let's just respect one another. And, and just like that. I'm out of here. Peace. Let's do it. Yeah. All right, all right. I got to get the fuck out of here. Thank you for listening to Doggy Diamond's No Filter Podcast. If you like this podcast, make sure you share this. Spread the word. Talk about it. Argue with me. I don't give a fuck what you do. Leave a comment. This is Doggy Diamonds. I'm out of here. See you on the next podcast. Peace. Doggy Diamonds did this.